Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, political legend law. Senator Dianne Feinstein, an icon on Capitol Hill for more than 30 years, passing away after battling a series of health problems. The 90-year-old, the longest-serving female senator in history who paved the way for other women in Washington. We'll look back at her life and legacy. Then the ABCs of AI, with more students turning to artificial intelligence, teachers now rebooting their approach. I think for us to fight it is a losing battle. We should be teaching kids how to use it as a tool and not as a shortcut. What parents need to know just ahead. Plus, behind the scenes, Dylan takes us backstage at the People's Choice Country Awards from the big moments. Dan and Shay! The big winners. What is it? I am the the <laughs> most social artist in country music. You're not on social media, so, are you? Have, so? you? have you changed things? Stop it, Dylan. <laughs> Her exclusive look coming up. And Feel Good Friday, some serious music icons releasing new songs overnight. We're talking NSYNC, Ed Sheeran, Winona Judd, Trisha Yearwood, even you 2 Lady Gaga, and the Rolling Stones. We've got the new tunes and pop start to start the weekend off right today. Friday, September 29th, 2023. Happy weekend. From Nucky on Broadway. From Akron, Georgia. Celebrating seven years of marriage. From Tulsa, Oklahoma. On a birthday bucket list trip. From Plano, Michigan. On our 20th anniversary trip. From Dakota Dunes, South Dakota. Hi, girls. From Nashville. Dallas and Denver. Here for Sherilyn's birthday. Sending love to our friends and family. Back in South Carolina. From Franktown, Colorado. Got engaged to the love of my life. 52 years ago today. Special shout out to that crowd. I mean, let's let that shot just linger linger a moment because it's a rainy one out there, but Spirits are strong yes, out there are. on our plaza, and we're so glad you're with us. Look at him wrapping all the way around. I mean, for them to yeah. be in this weather, yeah. this weather, yes, they deserve extra love today. Yeah, absolutely. Craig's off, so happy to have Chanel. We'll all get our orange Today Show ponchos on and head just out there in just a couple of them. All right. Let's look ahead to next week, guys. we got a big and busy one here in Studio 1A. We're going to start off with a tennis icon. Martina Navratilova. She'll be here on Monday to help us kick off our Pink Power series to mark Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And then Monica Lewinsky is going to join us to reveal her latest project. She'll update us on her anti-bullying campaign. Also stopping by the always entertaining Mindy Kaling. And we'll catch up with Selma Blair when she joins us as well. So a lot to look forward to next Uh week right here on Today. Going to be a good one. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. And we begin with this breaking news this morning. Six-term U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein has passed away. The 90-year-old California Democrat was the oldest member of Congress. She did recently face growing health concerns. NBC's chief Washington correspondent Andrea Mitchell joins us with more on her life and her legacy. Andrea, good morning. 
Good morning, Savannah. Tributes are indeed pouring in this morning for Diane Feinstein, who passed away overnight at her home here in Washington. The longest serving woman in Senate history, Feinstein's last vote was just yesterday morning. President Biden and the First Lady calling her a cherished friend and a true trailblazer who made history in many ways, writing, our country will benefit from her legacy for generations. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said she was in a class by herself. Diane Feinstein, a leading woman senator for generations, whose political career in California was launched by tragedy. November 1978, San Francisco Mayor George Moscone and Board of Supervisors member Harvey Milk were assassinated in City Hall. Then Board of Supervisors President Diane Feinstein tried desperately to save Milk's life. Both Mayor Moscone and Supervisor Harvey Milk have been shot and killed. The event cementing her passion for gun reform. She was elected mayor and became a national figure on Democratic nominee Walter Mondale's shortlist for running mate before he chose Geraldine Ferraro. I've had an opportunity now to be the, the first woman and the first mayor to be asked to go through an interview process. And I view that as a major opening of a door and something that's very important to do. It was the Clarence Thomas hearings before an all-male Senate Judiciary Committee in 1991 that got Feinstein to the Senate, as she recalled in 2018. And what did I see but an all-male Senate Judiciary Committee grilling Anita Hill? And it was not nice. And it was not what one would like to see. And that was my incentive to run in 1992. After her decisive Senate win, then-Senator Joe Biden made her the first woman on the Judiciary Committee. In Congress, she quickly made an impact, leading the charge for an assault weapons ban in 1994. As Senate Intelligence Chair, she took on the CIA's waterboarding of prisoners, holding hearings into the Bush administration's harsh interrogation techniques. But in later years, colleagues faltered her performance during Supreme Court confirmations, praising Republican Lindsey Graham for getting Trump nominee Amy Coney Barrett confirmed just weeks before the 2020 election. This has been one of the best set of hearings that I've participated in. But through political and personal trials, Dianne Feinstein's legacy as a trailblazer endures. Nancy Pelosi, perhaps Feinstein's closest friend and ally here in Washington, said, it was a sad day for all of us. She was choking, she was emotional, also adding, may she rest in peace. Feinstein was a legend in Washington, the first woman on the Judiciary Committee, the first to chair the Intelligence Committee, and in her battle with John McCain, together battling against torture and other CIA abuses a longtime fighter for gun reform and women's rights. Savannah? All right, Andrea, thank you very much. Congress is running out of time to keep the federal government from shutting down this weekend. Unless there is a last-minute breakthrough, millions of Americans are going to feel the impact. NBC's Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles has the very latest on the negotiations. Ryan, good morning. Chanel, good morning. And the situation here in Washington is not good. Both the House and Senate have yet to come up with that grand bargain that would prevent the government from shutting down at midnight on Saturday. Last night, there was a little bit of progress. The House did pass three appropriations bills, but those bills only fund a small portion of the government, and they also have no chance of passing the Democratic-controlled Senate. Now, later today, the House is expected to take up their own version of a short-term spending bill. It's loaded with conservative proposals that will also make 
it unlikely to pass the Senate. But there's also a very good chance that it won't even pass the House of Representatives as well. Speaker Kevin McCarthy speaking to reporters just a couple of minutes ago, expressing a level of optimism, saying that his conference was coming together and that there would be an opportunity for them to get to some sort of resolution in the near future. But unfortunately, because these two sides aren't talking, Republicans and Democrats aren't talking, it's seeming increasingly likely that the government will shut down. That will mean millions of federal workers across the country will go without a paycheck for an indefinite amount of time. It will also mean that federal agencies will be shut down, everything from the Social Security Administration to passport renewal offices and also assistance for important federal programs like WIC, a nutrition program, and Head Start, an education program. Federal agencies already starting to tell their employees to be prepared to not come into work on Monday. That means they won't get paid. But while all this plays out, members of Congress will continue to work on this, but they will still get paid. Back to you. All right, well, guys, coming up, just a treasure trove of new music released overnight, including U2 announcing their Las Vegas arrival. We'll have it all and more for you ahead on Pop Stars. But first, Jacob Ward is here. He's got an eye-opening look, a new look at the use of AI in the classroom. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Hoda, that's correct. You know, you guys, lots and lots and lots of high school students are using ChatGPT to do their homework. Is this cheating or is it a new form of learning? We'll look at that coming up. Stay with us. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back 813 with our ongoing series, Exploring the AI Revolution. When it comes to its use in the classroom, you may have noticed the rules are changing. NBC's tech correspondent Jacob Ward has been looking into that for us. Jake, good morning. This is a real interesting issue. I know, right? It's something we are all going to be grappling with. I mean, last school year, programs like ChatGPT took educators by surprise. And now, as teachers and students become more familiar with these tools that can write an essay in seconds, more schools are being forced to reconsider AI bans. And in some cases, they are even embracing these new digital aids. AI is the new reality in classrooms across the country. So how many of you use the AI like ChatGPT or BARD in this discussion? How many of you pulled it up? All right. 
As more students turn to tools like ChatGPT or Google's Bard to generate explanations or whole essays in seconds. A new survey found nearly half of teens say they will likely use AI to do their schoolwork this year, even though more than half in the same survey say they consider it cheating. I know plenty of people like that, actually. High school senior Zachary Clifton says since ChatGPT's release last November, it's become normal at schools like his. I think that the learning loss that was brought on by the pandemic, it caused an influx of students who felt compelled to cheat. He says he uses the tech only to create study guides, but says it's no secret AI can easily be misused. I think whether or not ChatGPT will enhance or impair a student's education is ultimately their choice. Schools are struggling to set the rules. The nation's two largest districts banned the use of generative AI tools last school year, but school officials in New York and Los Angeles are now openly wondering about exploring AI's potential benefits. At Mountain View High School in Silicon Valley, there is no formal guidance on AI, at least not yet. So that would be a categorical grant. But this year, Ms. Hancock tweaked the rules for her class. I think for us to fight it is a losing battle. We should be teaching kids how to use it as a tool and not as a shortcut. She now allows students to use programs like ChatGPT as directed and only on some assignments. I think it's different to use ChatGPT to research a question in Gov versus to use it in English to write a paragraph. Ms. Hancock says she may even consider changing how she evaluates her students. I think that the way we assess student knowledge is going to increasingly be in this format. Hmm. It's going to be conversation and discussion, maybe formal debates of some kind. Huh. But it's, Tell me about what you know here and now. Right. Don't, don't write it down. Don't right. email it to you, me. You'll have a chance to prep it and write it, but I'm going to ask you to speak it hmm. because that lessens the chance of them using the AI as wholesale for their knowledge. Is it logistically feasible for you to have a sit-down conversation with every one of your students and assess them that way? No. (laughs) So we have to figure that part out as well. So for now, students are left to navigate how they will implement AI in their own education. And in the end, AI may force us all to reconsider how school works entirely. I see 150 kids sometimes a day. And so... How do I ensure all 150 have access to the material? This is a tool that can help us do that. Am I creating problems? Probably. Will things be lost? Probably. But maybe it's okay that they're lost because new things will be found. So, I mean, this is so fascinating. What should parents know, especially when you have high high schoolers or... You're paying for your kids' college and they're doing all their essays on chat GPT. Yeah. That's I know, irritating. I know, right? This is such a strange moment we're in. I mean, I think the tech just like raises all these big philosophical questions and it, and it, it I think, invites a conversation we have to have with our kids, right? And the big one is, I mean, you, you have to, of course, like lay out what ChatGPT is and isn't. It's useful for summarizing things. It mm-hmm. is useful for this, that, and the other, but it often gets things wrong. Yeah. It's full of all kinds of mistakes. And I think fundamentally we have to get into this question. This is the thing that so many people we spoke to were, were talking about with us is what is education for, uh-huh. right? Is, are you going to school so you can get into college and own a house and buy an expensive car, right? And in that case, the message we're giving our kids is it's a transaction. Just crank it out. Crank it out. And so, of course, their instinct is going to uh-huh. be to cheat and use this to cheat in that sense. But if instead, as, as so many teachers are trying to point out to us, you know, we treat it as a, a way to become a more informed citizen and a, and a thinker, right? Yeah. Then maybe you can have that philosophical conversation with your kid. But, but it is absolutely inviting us to, to rethink how we wow. think about education and certainly how we assess 
how kids uh, are learning. I gotta say, but I mean, kids, even college kids, you know, you, I mean, like, you can be immature. Yeah. I, I would like not read the books yeah. and look at the Cliff's notes. Right, I mean, right, I wanted right. to get, I'd rather go out to the bars yeah. on Thursday well, night I mean, and write my, my essay. Yeah. The teachers that I speak to, some of them say, you know, maybe we're entering a phase in which actually reading Romeo and Juliet is not as important as getting the gist of it through something like ChatGPT. Yeah. I find myself, my, my, the hair stands up on the back of my neck when I hear that. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, maybe that, maybe, the, you know, on, on average, you'll get this sort of broader sense of it. Oh, I don't no. know. I mean, you guys, it is such a big philosophical question. And I think the thing to remember, and and I take some comfort from this is that it's the kids who are going to determine how this stuff gets yeah. used. And yeah. I have to say, when I talk to these kids about it, they don't, you know, I mean, you know, a huge number of them, I'm sure, consider it cheating and are worried about mm-hmm. that. But a lot of them are being really creative about yeah. it, too. And I like to think maybe they'll come up with a th- something that we who assume that yeah. everybody cheats yeah. in our cynical older person way. Maybe maybe they can teach us something about how to use it. Maybe not. It's a I don't new know. frontier. I mean, maybe it's yeah. a starter. Yeah. You know, you start right. with thing and then you give it your That's own. That's right. A study yeah. aid that accelerates yeah. the yeah. process in some way. I hope so. Mm. I hope so, you Thank guys. You, Good topic. Thanks, Thank you guys. so much. Appreciate it. All right. There are better students than I ever was. I That's mean, either of us. Add up our SAT scores collectively and you still win. Correct. All right. It is time to head back to Universal Studios where Al is spending his morning. Hey, Al. Or maybe we just make sure they have the basics, and then when they're adults, they can go do whatever the heck they want. But that's just me. I'm old, so I remember uh, cheating off of the cliff notes. Anyway, let's show you what we've got going on. A lot of rain in the northeast. Airport delays are going to be a big problem. Flash flood watches for 23 and warnings for 23 million people. Heavy rain. Some areas could pick up to 10 inches of rain before this is all over Saturday morning. And we're also looking at some storms in Florida here today into tomorrow. Strong storms in the northern plains, feeling like summer in the central and southern plains. Out west, a few showers along the coastal Pacific Northwest, otherwise sunshine and heat through the southwest. Hey guys, coming up in the next half hour, we've already gathered a crowd here at Universal Studios Florida. We're going to explain why we are here in just a little bit. Back to you. But first, what time is it, Al? Bring it, Al. It's the best time of the morning. Yay. It's time for Pop Start. Come on, ladies Zumbo. and gentlemen. Your Minions edition. It's not your Minions edition. It's your New Music Friday edition of Pop Start. We got a very special edition for you. First up, In Sync. The boys are back together. Overnight, the '90s pop superstars released their first new song. It's crazy in 20 years. Wow. The track is called Better Place off the upcoming Trolls Band Together soundtrack. Okay. Song of the Winter. Right. Yeah, yeah. Song of the song Winter. Of the song winter. of the Winter. Okay. Trolls Band Together from our sister company Universal <laughs> Pictures starring JT himself hits theaters uh, the 17th of November. You're not going to want to miss that. Next up, Ed Sheeran. Lately, we've been keeping up with Ed's adventures while he is out on tour, popping up in the most unexpected places. And guys, last night, he did a bar crawl here in the city where he went around. He was buying folks drinks for six hours straight, all ahead of the midnight release of his seventh studio album called Autumn Variations via his own record label. It's called Gingerbread Man Records. Uh-huh. It's deeply personal, and the new project, he describes it as a soundtrack for Autumn that feels like a warm mm. hug. And although, who doesn't want a warm hug from Ed Sheeran? <laughs> although there is no music video slated for this one, Ed did post a stripped down acoustic performance of a new track called American Town. I went to the concert last weekend Wait, with my son. You did? Oh, no, little, there's little Noah Soberoff. Oh. He loved it. Look it was at so little neat. Jacob. <laughs> right? He was talking about his hair is way better. Uh, uh, the new album. And if you're around here long enough today by the plaza, you guys, you just might run into Ed too. He's po- uh, doing a pop-up on our plaza this oh. afternoon, even in the rain. Yesterday on Instagram, he revealed he even plans on hanging out. What do you mean a pop-up? For- He's going to show up. 
just pop up? He didn't tell me that. Right. I don't know. That's what he said. It's on cool. his Instagram. All right, cool. cool. Ed, it's raining. No yeah. problem. Come yeah. anyways. Uh, next up, Winona and Trisha Yearwood. Talk about mm. two music legends. They just dropped a reinvented version of Cry Myself to Sleep from the special upcoming project titled A Tribute to the Judds. Oh, my Hoda God. Hoda said this is her, her uh, other than the fact Carson's not here, her favorite pop star now. <laughs> With you here, honey bunch. Sure. All right. Uh, the upcoming album is called A Tribute to the Judds in celebration of the beloved duo's 40th anniversary. It's coming out on the 27th of October. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, Next up, the Rolling Stones. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famers have released the second single from their upcoming album, Hackney Diamonds. The new track is titled Sweet Sounds of Heaven, and it features a a serious, a really cool collaboration with two major music icons. Lady Gaga lends her vocals to the song. Stevie Wonder Ah, assists on the instrumentals. Go check out Lady Gaga, because she opened up about how she got involved on the album. She said the Stones asked her to hang out while she was preparing to film this upcoming Joker movie she's doing, and what she thought was a casual jam sesh turned into this, this epic gospel ballad. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, their next album, Hackney Diamonds, is out October the 20th. And guys, we got one non-music pop start item for you. SG has some very exciting news to share. Yesterday, I saw it, Netflix announced season two, the premiere date of Princess Power. You know, everybody knows about this, but the beloved kid show is based on you and Ali Oppenheim's best-selling book series. What's it going to be? What's happening in season two? Well, oh my gosh, I just, the girls are just getting into more adventures. It's very exciting. October 23rd. My children have been waiting for this second season. (laughs) It's good. All right. Congratulations. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks for the shout-out. Coming up, Dylan getting more Southern by the day. She's with us live from Nashville next. Today's Ryder Cup coverage is sponsored by Wagoneer by Jeep. Live a grand dream. We are back, 8.30, the Ryder Cup, teeing off in Rome this morning. Check that out. It's one of golf's most iconic events. 12 of America's best taken on 12 of Europe's finest team, USA, the reigning champs, looking to win in Europe for the first time in 30 years. Wow. No pressure. You can catch the action all weekend long on NBC, USA Network, streaming on Peacock, too. Meantime, it is pouring outside. Yes. Jacob Sobroff is put on a He's rain jacket. Man. He's made his way out. Aww. Hey, Jake, can you hear us, Sobo? Yeah, guys, I have done hurricane coverage. I have been in tropical storms. Give it up for the people on our plaza this morning. I'm going to go all the way around. Guys, real quick, tell me where you're from. Tell me where you're from. Whoa. Here we go. Go. I'm soaked. Back to you guys. Yeah. You're the best, though. Oh, man, it. and those guys, hats off, man. They've been outside since 6 or before. We thank you for thank coming you out so to much. see us. Way to go, Sobo. All Thanks, right. guys. We'll keep taking those shots. Thank in. you, Jacob. Come in. we got a nice blow dryer here <laughs> for your hair. Uh, quick programming note. Tonight is the season premiere oh. of Dateline, mm. so they've got an all- New two-hour special takes a closer look at a headline-making murder-for-hire case out of Texas. The man who was convicted speaking out in an exclusive interview. So you can catch that tonight, 9, 8 Central. But for a rainy night, Uh curl up with some Dateline. Okay, shifting gears. Let's check in with Al, who's on the road this morning at Universal Studios Orlando. Oh, Al. Oh, hey, guys. Well, get ready. We are going to bring you an exclusive 
first look at the new minion, uh, the new ride inside Minion Land, and we got great news for one lucky viewer. With today's Fall Family Getaway, uh, we're going to be sending you and up to three guests here to experience the Minion Land on Illumination Avenue. For details, head to today.com slash getaway and your chance to enter to win. Universal Orlando, of course, uh, is part of our parent company and is a prize provider only in this sweepstakes. Of course, We've got our minion pals here. Uh, we've, we've got Bob, we've got Kevin, and we have Stuart here. Uh, I, and I, I think we also have one of the minions in studio who had escaped, uh, Zach Schiffman, uh, who is also known as Zach. He is one of the minions. Uh, yeah, there he is, Zach. <laughs> one of our favorite minions. All right, let's take a look, show you what's going on as far as our weather is concerned. And uh, for the weekend ahead, of course, Saturday, coastal showers moving away, autumn heat, midsection country, cool and damp out west. Then on Sunday, Sunday, a beautiful day in the northeast New England, mid-Atlantic states. Still some showers down in Florida, record highs in the midsection mid of the country, below average highs out west. All right, that's your latest weather. Now it's time for the best time of the weekend. We're talking about Sunday night, football night in America. The Kansas City Chiefs coming into MetLife Stadium to take on Taylor Swift. Clear, mild, 70 degrees. It's going to be a barn burner. You're not going to be able to shake it off for Sunday night, football night in America. Yes, sir. Nothing better. Nothing better. It's epic. Nothing better. Uh, Sobo's back in studio. Uh, Soaked to the bone. Wet. Wait. Okay. A little wet. Look at this guy. It was like raining sideways. Soaked yes. to the bone. We want to. Your whole outfit. You kind of minionish right there. Uh, thank you very much. That's what uh, yeah. I go for. By the way, thanks to all the people who are out there. I know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for being there. Very cool. cool. All right, coming up, guys, rising stars and timeless legends. The biggest names in country music were in Nashville last night for the first ever People's Choice Country Awards. Dylan was there. He's got all the highlights. Can't wait. But first, this is Today on NBC. Okay, we're ready to talk about Dylan's big night in Music City. We've been waiting for this one. The inaugural People's Choice Country Awards were handed out last night. Dylan was there for all the fun. She's right there in the heart of Nashville. Hey, Dylan, good morning. Good morning, guys. A pinch me moment for sure. You know, the party got started right here on the stage at the Grand Ole Opry. And Little Big Town kicked off the whole night. We had Blake Shelton, Toby Keith, Winona Judd, who's who of country music royalty. And I got the chance to talk with a few fan favorites backstage at the first ever People's Choice Country Awards. Laney Wilson! Laney Wilson was a big winner, taking home three awards including Female Artist of 2023 and Music Video, which she shared with Hardy. What does this award mean to you? Oh my gosh, well, first of all, it's really cool to be able to work with one of your best buddies, and especially somebody, don't be getting a big head, but it's somebody that you, you look up to. Your performance was absolutely incredible. That's your first time performing here yeah. at the Grand Ole Opry? Mm -hmm. I had a moment for sure, like, and everybody says the first time you step in it, think about it, and... Um, yeah, I was extremely nervous for some reason tonight. And then, like, the second the music kicks in, it all just kind of goes away. Blake Shelton! Blake Shelton, the coach with the most wins on The Voice, adding social country star to his trophy case. What is it? I am the 
the <laughs> most social artist in country music. You're not on social media. So? Are you? Have, so? you? have you changed things? Stop it, Dylan. <laughs> Dan and Shay! Congratulations. I mean, it sounded like you guys had some nerves up there. How are you feeling? <laughs> we weren't prepared at all. Honestly, my heart oh my was beating. God. I could hear it through that microphone. The last few years have been a, a crazy journey, a crazy roller coaster for us. And I think it's made us appreciate all of this so much more. What's wild is it's the first award given out at the first ever oh, People's man. Choice Country Award. I mean, does that add pressure do up there? Absolutely. Don't be too surprised because you guys are awesome and oh. everyone loves you. Dan, you've actually said that this is your best album. And here you guys are getting recognized for just your work together. How much does that mean to you? It means so much. It truly, this album is, I, I don't know, we poured our hearts and souls into this album. I feel so proud of it. Um, we went into this album, no matter what it did on the charts, no matter if we ever won an award, which I'm glad we did. It's awesome. <laughs> Poignant moments in the show included 62-year-old country legend Toby Keith, who's battling stomach cancer, receiving the Country Icon Award. I want to thank the Almighty for uh, allowing me to be here tonight. He's been riding shotgun with me for a little while. And Winona Judd, honored with the Country Champion Award, spoke about the death of her mom, Naomi, and channeling her grief into music. I kissed her on the forehead, shut her eyes, and said, I love you, Mom. And I walked out of that room the next morning and showed up at the Country Music Hall of Fame to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. You talked a lot about your mom tonight. Where is she in your heart? How, how are you feeling? Today, I'm a little angry, I'll be honest, because the grieving process is so weird. Some days you cry, some days you're mad. Suicide's a weird thing. And so today I was a little angry. She should be here. She should be applauding me, and she's not. But I feel her. I do feel her in my heart. It was just very interesting to talk to Winona about her mom. The whole night was really all about celebrating some old school country, but the new up-and-comers, the biggest winner of the night with four wins was Jelly Roll, rapper-turned-country singer. He actually couldn't be here to accept any of the awards because he was in concert in Cincinnati, Ohio, but he did uh, kind of check in remotely to accept all of his awards last night. And, um, guys, I know you're wondering, am I still wearing my cowboy boots? And, yes, I am. I'm still wearing my cowboy boots. Right. As we love it. We want to so see I'm, proof. I'm full on country now. <laughs> Wait, where? I don't see that. Proof. Can you look like that? High? But, but they're here. Yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to Nashville, you're forever changed. Yeah. Like, that's my new spot. Oh, oh, great, Dylan. Dylan. All right. Dylan's going to have a lot more coming up, by the way, in the third hour. All right. Up next, Al's Adventure at Universal Studios Orlando, checking out the newest ride at Minion Land and chowing down at their cafe. Inside all the fun is happening. But first, this is Today on NBC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. 
bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, let's go back to Al and learn more about what has him at Universal Studios Orlando this morning. Just a few of his friends. Hey, guys. It's only fitting that I'm surrounded by my Minion buddies because we're here in the brand new Minion Land. Bruce's mischievous henchmen or hench people have taken over the main drag here at Universal Orlando. And now there's a Minion Cafe, an evil stuff gift shop, even a villain con ride. And I got to check it all out. And because it's spooky season, we also got to see what Universal's Halloween Horror Nights is all about. There's something different about Universal Orlando these days. Something villainous. One might even say despicable. Let's find out. <laughs> the minions from Illumination's smash hit Despicable Me franchise are now front and center in Orlando with their own minion land. Kingdom! Well, if you're going to be evil, you've got to laugh evilly. Let's go, boys! <laughs> so I decided to join in on the fun with my friends, Kevin and Bob. You can work up quite an appetite being evil. Luckily, the banana-obsessed minions have plenty to offer. They've even got banana popcorn here at Minionland. But I feel like something a little bit more. Let's check out the Minion Cafe. This colorful cafe has a great deal of Despicable Me-themed food. And I was lucky enough to give it a try. Oh, look at this, Otto's Noodle Bowl. And look what happens. Boop, hey, it's like, it's like Minion Brains. That's fantastic. Although my dessert may not be Minion approved. I feel very weird about this because it's, it's like I'm about to take a bite out of a Minion. Is that wrong? If loving this is wrong, I don't want to be right. With a full tummy, I headed toward the newest experience, VillainCon, Minion Blast, but not before bumping into some of the other Illumination stars you'll find at Minionland. Oh my gosh, from Sing, it's it's Johnny, it's, it's, it's Rosita, and Gunther. I've got to get me one of these. Finally, it was time for the main attraction at Minionland. We've brought together a gaggle of international villains for... Villain Con! Blaster in hand, I joined some fellow Villain Con attendees for some fun. Ready to do some blasting? All right, let's go! We gotta find us a gift shop or something. And as luck would have it, oh my gosh, there is a gift shop! Come on! It's so fluffy! But things soon took a turn. As the sun went down, something in the park changed. It was transformed into the annual celebration of all things spooky, Halloween Horror Nights. And this year, the Stranger Things 4 Haunted House is taking center stage. So I had to check it out. I mean, how scary could it be? Ah, okay. Good to see you. Oh, wow. Oh, you, you should have that looked at. I don't like this, Chris. Oh, 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 oh,
can't shake this guy! Ah! And just when I thought I was home free. Ah! Oh, oh, oh! Woo! And that's a wrap for me here at Halloween Horror Nights. Remember, never go alone. <laughs> Oh, and loved, loved doing the blasters with the Neal family. They were so much fun. And, of course, uh, the, we, the Stranger Things thing, it's scary, but not so scary, are our little minion pals. So come on down. Have a good old time. And, of course, our crowd has to, has to endure all this horrible weather here as well, just like you guys in New York. It in because it's raining Roker. sideways outside. It's crazy it's out mon- there. It's a it monsoon is- here, Roker. We want you to know. That's really mean. That was just salt in our wound, okay? But you know what? No one has more fun than Roker, man. And you know what? Nobody. Enjoy Absolutely. your minion friends. Al, enjoy and enjoy the sunshine. Banana. <laughs> All right. Yes. Oh, uh, hey. We're going, we're going to the Today Cafe in the next ha- in the next hour. Nice. You know what? That's enough showing off, Al. Bye, right. Al. Love you. Have See fun. You All right. Uh, he's got a lot more fun ahead for us in the third hour. We are back in a moment, but first, this is Today on NBC. We are back with Friday Morning Lights. So far this morning, we've celebrated schools in Illinois and Texas. And this morning, we are headed to Charlotte, North Carolina to cheer on Mallard Creek High. We're excited. Tonight's their big homecoming game. Let's go, Mallard. Right. We got Nick Carboni from our affiliate WCNC Charlotte there for us. Hey, Nick. Hey, good morning, guys. Yes, welcome to Charlotte. Welcome to Mallard Creek High School, technically the home of the Mavericks, but around here, they call them the Creek Boys, and they bring it every Friday night. They've won state championships. They've been nationally ranked. They're one of the best in the Carolinas and certainly one of the best in the Queen City. With me now is Mallard Creek head coach Kennedy Tinsley. Coach, thank you this morning with us. I know it's a big game, 7 o'clock, homecoming against North Mech. How hyped is everybody to be here today? Well, first of all, we really appreciate the opportunity to uh, have this platform. We're really excited. Uh, big homecoming game tonight against North Meg. We've got pep rally, we've got activities, and then we've got a football game we've got to win. And everybody around here knows if you are good for the Mavs on a Friday night, you're probably playing college football on Saturdays, and you got a couple of Mavs in the NFL right now. What does a Friday night at Mallard Creek High School mean to the coaches, the cheerleaders, the band, the players, and the whole community? Well, it's, it's huge, man. I think, one, we enjoy the platform uh, to impact our community through a game that we uh, that we love. Uh, the kids, all the kids here work very hard, and uh, we have a great chance to have a great team this year. And so we're going to continue to put in the work so that we can be successful and ultimately show um, others how to do things the right way and uh, do a good job in what we do. Your theme this year is to be uncommon. I know that means on the field, but off the field as well. What do you want these young men to do as they develop and grow? Well, you know, I think we always go back to like for us, it is a ministry and to be uncommon is to do something different. Um, And we're looking for them to uh, ultimately impact lives and uh, be the best that they can be. All right. Thanks, coach. That's the Mallard Creek Mavericks homecoming tonight at 7. Go, 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 go. go, go. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.